What do birthdays, half marathons, and waiting in long lines have in common? They are all part of this episode of Friends Fit 40s. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. All right, Laura, I celebrated my birthday this week. You did. It was like preluded. Is that even a word? Preluded? Is that a word? I don't know. How are you going to use it? Okay, I'm going to say it was preluded with a day off. Is that? Yeah. It was the prelude to to a day off? The day? No, a day off preluded your birthday. There we go. That's what I want to say. Yes, it did. Yeah. So, So, I mean, it's almost your birthday off. It was almost my birthday off. Yeah. Except that on my birthday, it was a 12-hour workday for me (laughs) because I had my normal job and then I had my bonus job on top of it. Right. So that made it for a long day. It was a long day, but it was perfectly, it was perfectly wonderful. But it reminded me of a birthday a long time ago now, uh, when I turned 34. Okay. I, yeah. I feel there's a story coming along with this. There is a story behind it. So when I was 34, I was a new mom, and I was working full-time, and kind of in that, I'm going to call it the mundane like aspect of life, especially when you're up all night with the kids mm-hmm. and you're doing all those things. So I was trudging through my life, kind of maybe not even noticing it happening around me, <laughs> kind of like, whoosh, 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 whoosh. Yeah. And so on my 34th birthday, a couple of things happened on that day. Uh, the first thing is, is that the only card I got was from our Edward Jones provider. Oh, no. Now, our Edward Jones guy is fantastic, and he remembers both of our birthdays, my husband and I, every single year without fail, as well as our Happy Thanksgiving. Okay, but he shouldn't be the only one who gives you a card on your birthday. No. However, <laughs> he, he like, every year gave, us, gave me my only birthday card. And then the other thing that I got for my birthday that year was a plant, a potted plant, from my secret pal at work, which is kind of like a secret Santa, but all year long. Right. And that person was required to do something for my birthday because it was a part of what you signed up for when you signed up to be a secret pal. <laughs> I see where this is going. And that was it. Oh, okay. that and makes so me sad for you on I, that year. And I was kind of sad for me. I'm, I'm not a big you have to notice me kind of person. Like, I don't necessarily celebrate myself and I get kind of embarrassed in, in the spotlight, that kind of thing. But people should celebrate you on your birthday. Well, that was kind of like what I started thinking about is that how much time in our lives do we spend idolizing people that we'll never meet? Mm. How much time do we spend watching their concerts on TV, 
spending hundreds of dollars buying tickets, driving to the concerts, watching the games, talking about every move that they make, talking about everything that they wear. How much time do we spend resending their Instagrams, reviewing their TikToks, reposting on social media for these people in our lives that while it's important for us to have people that we idolize, may never really know that we exist. Right. And then who, like how much time are we spending celebrating the people who are in our circle? In front of us. Right. Right. And are we idolizing the wrong thing? Mm. Like, why not spend that kind of time with somebody that you can reach out and hug? Yes. Yes. And that's what it made me think about on that birthday was how much time had I spent in my world idolizing people that I would never meet. Mm. And so I decided that not necessarily for my future birthdays, but for the future birthdays of the people that were around me, I didn't want them to have their Edward Jones guy be the only card (laughs) that was sent. So you made sure to put it on your calendar and do something special, whether it's celebrate with them or do something to make sure they are feeling celebrated to make sure that that happened. Yes, because I believe that birthdays are our opportunity to show our friends and our family how important they are. I mean, it's kind of weird to walk up to somebody and just say, I think you're amazing just some random day of the week, right? I mean, a little bit, yeah. I I think it's good to do. And we should absolutely do that if we are feeling it, right? But for some folks, they need a reason. And perhaps for you, it's their birthday. And it might not be that you're a birthday person, that you celebrate birthdays or do that thing. But I think it's important to choose a day that you can celebrate those people the way we celebrate all of these other people in our lives that, that we're we see. not going to meet. Right. Yes. So that was that was my thought. And so I started doing that. I started making calendars and writing down people's special day on calendars and making sure that it was like a cup of coffee that I dropped off. Or for me, it's flowers because they're so easy. All I have to do is go in my yard and cut some flowers and I can grab a bouquet for somebody. For people that I work with, you know, streamers can go. I mean, streamers are so cheap. Right. And And it makes someone feel so special. Yeah. You can just keep them in your desk drawer and then put some streamers and balloons by their door. And you have, you know, a birthday celebration. Yes. It doesn't even have to involve a whole lot of forethought or a whole lot of food. But you can make somebody feel super special on their day. And they're right there to hug you as a thank you. We did it, Laura. We did it again. What are we thinking? Oh, we were thinking we're going to have ourselves a great time. That's what we're thinking. (laughs) Okay. So you're probably wondering, what did we do this time? Tell them, Stephanie. We signed up for our next half marathon. We did. It's how many weeks away? Like, I don't know. I think it's like 16. Okay. It's in June. Early June. Yeah. Yes. So we have a little bit to work on it. Um, And we don't even have to start training quite yet. No. Really. 
Yeah. So one of our goals, our big goal this time is to train for the half marathon and continue our weightlifting. Yes, because we didn't do that last time. Right. And so now that we've gone back and started lifting weights again, then we want to make sure that we keep up with that. I don't know that it was that hard to pick it back up. No, no, I don't think it is. I think, but it's definitely something we want to do and we know that we feel good when we do it. Yeah. So that's why we want to make sure we continue it. I think last time it was just a matter of we've never run that far. So you have to focus on the running. And I think, I mean, we both know with our research that runners who lift tend to, one, have fewer injuries, two, can perform better. So why not continue to lift while we're training? We yeah. just, just kind of work it together. Yep. We, we got to figure it out. Yeah. And that's what we're going to work on doing this time. And so we decided to sign up for the Go Girl Run. Yes. So that's in our hometown, which is exciting. So there's yes. no travel fees. And we get to sleep in our own beds the night before. Which is fantastic. But we also get to run with the most exciting group of racers. I felt like, I just remember last year when we, so we did our first 5k as a friends fit 40s with this same run last year so it'll be a year ago when we run the half marathon it'll be a year ago that we ran a 5k right just jumping from 5k to half there we go skipping that 10 so i remember thinking i mean it was such an empowering race just because for the majority of the racers they're women and you don't necessarily see that too often i mean there were definitely a fair amount of men running but you could definitely tell there was it was um, a lot of women doing it. And so it just felt really empowering doing that. I remember thinking those women running that half marathon, I'm like, man, those women are badass. Mm. We're going to be those women we're this gonna year. We're going to be those women this year. Oh, that's fun, Laura. Now, we're going to also have to train for a hill race. Yes. Our first half was not hilly. Right. So this is this is going to be hilly. Yes. And though I did look at the map and it's not like it's not a ton of hills. Okay. So I think there's a couple spots where there's some elevation. And that's one thing. The map's already out. So we can look at it and really study where the elevation is and figure out where it goes around our town. All right. So we looked up races in our area and we decided upon one that was about 16 weeks away because we thought that would give us enough time to do the training that we wanted to do. Then we clicked on that race and it just asked for some basic information, your name, your age, your uh, address, those kind of t-shirt size because they're going to give you a shirt. And so we did all of those things to sign up for it. The race cost about $100 to do the half marathon part. And so we paid for that. There is an early bird version of that. So we made sure that we got in early to save that extra money. And now we're just headed into this training knowing that we can completely run that distance. Yes. It's not a matter of can we run 13 miles. Um, and we also know the time commitment. And it's really about the mental. And so we we kind of know that we can do that mental part, too. So we're signed up. We've got that box checked. We've got that date on our calendar. And the training will begin. We are good to go.
Laura, how much time do you think you spend waiting in line? Oh, my goodness. Stephanie, I mean, I think about these snowstorms we've had. Ah. And just the other day, I was on my way home and I stopped at the grocery store that was on my way home from work before I picked up my son because I was going to get a few things before the storm, right? And I was waiting in line for the quick checkout, the self-checkout. And I probably waited just that one time. I had like five things I was getting for at least 10 minutes because mm-hmm. there was five or six people and they were all seeming to have trouble scanning their own groceries. So that was just <laughs> one moment. Right. And then, of course, you count all the times of waiting in a car, uh, whether it's to turn at a light. I do that several times a day because my commute is about 22 minutes long. I had a friend on some random Thursday night that waited at the Wendy's, like, drive-in window for an hour. Oh, my goodness. I think I would have gotten out of line. Right? Oh, that's awful. Yeah. She waited. I mean, she ordered and she waited and waited and waited and waited and waited. And, yeah, an hour. An hour later, she got her food. Okay. So we waited the other night for dinner at a restaurant for about an hour. Okay. So I, I have to I have to say, because it, it may sound like we're complaining right now, but... I know a lot of people are short-staffed, and so I'm going to give a shout-out to all the people working at the jobs that require customer service, and they're short-staffed, and so it's taking a long time. We're going somewhere with this. We're going somewhere positive, people, but I I didn't want anybody to turn us off when they're thinking that we maybe were complaining, because we're not complaining. We're not going to complain about you all. You're working your tails off. And one of the things that is interesting to me is how bothered people get when they're waiting. I had, I was waiting one time behind a lady that um, she didn't have the right prices on things. She had to go get a price check and then they had a credit card issue. And it was like, it was probably a good 10 to 15 minutes. And she kept turning to me and she kept apologizing to me. And I kept going back to her and saying, I'm a mother of two. I have, I have two dogs and a husband (laughs) on top of the children. Please don't apologize. Just go slow. Yeah. Like slow your stuff down even more because I'm enjoying this moment of non-chaotic around me right now. This is my moment of zen. Yeah. All of the M&Ms to my left are completely organized in order in their little (laughs) shelf. And to my right, we have perfect rows of sodas. There you go. (laughs) Right. It was like somebody like wanted to have a completely organized moment in my world. And I wasn't going to find that in my home. In the checkout. So all of this to say that there are things that you can do when you're waiting that don't raise that blood pressure. Right. Because I do feel like that's the first thing that people think of when they're having to wait is, you know, it gets stress and anxiety and you start thinking about all the things you have to do. And so, yeah, I mean, if you start taking people's heart rates or blood pressures while they're waiting in line, it would not be pretty. Skyrocket at Walmart right there. Yeah. So first thing on my list is just to practice breathing. Yes. Because I forget that this is a thing, right? Okay. So this is what you do when you practice breathing. You breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. And when you breathe in through your nose, you count to four-ish. Make sure you're um, you can put your hand on your belly and, and feel your belly expand so that breath goes really deep. And then you hold it for two-ish. And then when you breathe it out, breathe it out longer than how you breathed it in. 
Yes. So breathe in for four. Hold it for two. And then breathe out for six. Okay. So the exhale's longer than the inhale. Yes. Okay. And you can find a whole bunch of information on how to breathe in all kinds of fun places. Um, Lung.org is one of them. But there's all kinds of great places to find out more information on how to breathe. That's just a little short snapshot on something you can do. That's super easy and something that we need to think about every day. Yes. Well, and you are able to process things better when you get oxygen to your brain. And so especially if standing in line causes you stress, if you take those moments to breathe, then you won't get as worked up because you're going to get that oxygen to your brain instead of cutting it off because you are at the moment of you know, anxiety or the high blood pressure. So So you can also pack in your purse because we know that Laura's handy dandy purse has everything in it. A notebook, a little thin one, some pens and some note cards. And if you are uh, waiting in line for a bit of time, you could uh, pull out those note cards and just uh, write a note to somebody. We all know how excited we get to get that that real mail, you know, so Writing somebody, telling them how awesome they are, or just telling someone that you're glad that they are in your life. Yes. Write them a birthday card. That and too. just to hang on to it and send it to them on their birthday. That'll work. There was a poor lady in front of me the other day with the baby. Oh, I know. And she had I the, feel for them sometimes. Because, right? She had the all the things. Oh, and the baby was not wanting to be at the store, and she really just needed to get her stuff. So uh, we make it our goal to help people with babies and whatnots um, when we're at the store. So seeking them out and helping them, of course, is something that you can do while you're waiting. Another thing that you can do if you've got a notebook with you and a pen is come up with a fun challenge for you and your friends for the next time you get together. Maybe it's carpool karaoke. Maybe it's the next TikTok challenge. Maybe you could just challenge them to find five pieces of art, snap a picture with it, and the first person to do that gets this pack of extra right here that you've picked up. There you go. Right? That's a great idea. So come up with some fun challenges that you and your friends can do. Another thing that you could do while you're waiting in line is make a list in your notebook of things that you want to figure out or puzzle through. Maybe it's your next big trip. Maybe it's a surprise that you want to give to somebody or holiday gifts. I'm always thinking, I wish I had more time to think about the perfect gift for this friend. Oh, that's a great idea. Why not do that when you're waiting in line in March? Yes. Also, though, Stephanie, when we're waiting in line in our car, whether it be um, at the next stoplight or just in some stop traffic, if it's a snowstorm and you can't go anywhere, what can we listen to? Well, first, we can listen to a Friends Fit 40s podcast. Yes, you can. You can find us basically anywhere that has podcasts. And you can also listen to all of our archive podcasts. We have like 50 of them. So it'll keep you busy for a little while in line. Yep. Just hit replay, replay, replay. You can listen to books. Yes. I do love to listen to audiobooks. That's a great thing to do while you're waiting. They are so easy to check out from your local library. And if you don't know how to listen to an audiobook, take a device. Your cell phone works really well. And uh, take it to your local library. They will show you what app to download 
the audiobooks are free and they are super, super slick to do. If you have a car that's old like mine, there are ways that you can connect your phone through the speakers and ask them about that as well so that you can listen to your audiobook through your speakers of your car, yeah. even when it's old. And then something that's not listening, but because you're in your car and hopefully you've taken some time to breathe, thinking about things that you're grateful for. Always. We don't spend enough time thinking about gratitude. So give yourself a minute. Think about those things that you're grateful for and all those people in your world that are so important. Okay, Laura, now it is time for your weekly homework. Okay, friends. So first thing, follow us on Instagram this week. Check out us at FriendsFit40s on Instagram or like our page on Facebook. We now have a Friends Fit 40 page on Facebook, and we would love for you to like us. And interact with us. Tell us something that you liked or tell us something that you're doing. Um, we would love to cheer you on and give you some feedback. Yes, we would. All right. So for your homework this week, put together a notebook, some pens, and note cards. Stick them somewhere where they're going to be handy so that you can pull them out when you have a moment. Also, make that list. Perhaps this is a list in your notebook that you're keeping of all of the friends and their birth dates so that you have that list handy the next time a day comes around that you can celebrate somebody. Be sure to give them a hug too. With that, enjoy your week. Go, move, breathe, Share kindness with others. You got this. Do you love Friends Fit 40s? Subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, and share the podcast with your friends. Tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work. Also, follow us on Instagram. Feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments. We'd love to hear from you.